This July 4th, from Angel Studios, the force behind his only son and the chosen, comes an extraordinary true story of courage and redemption. Starring Jim Caviezel, the actor renowned for his unforgettable portrayal of Jesus and the Passion, and Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino. Inspired by remarkable acts of bravery, Sound of Freedom unveils the breathtaking true events of a dangerous mission to save young innocent lives. Sound of Freedom. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Go to angel.com slash freedom for tickets. Only in theaters July 4th. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Bendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep Almost immediately, I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. Hi, Kevin McCullough. I want to talk to you about immune systems. You know, that part of you that helps you fight off things like the common cold, which happens to be a coronavirus, COVID-19, RSV, other upper respiratory infections. Plus, maybe you feel, uh, I don't know, worn down or stressed out. Maybe you need help regulating blood pressure or insulin. Did you know that vitamin D3 does all of that? Vitamin D is not really a vitamin. It's a different type of substance. Your body actually helps make it when sunshine is exposed. But it also plays a very big role in your immune system. And if you have autoimmune dysfunction, it even helps you in that regard. Get your D3 all you need by taking BC Boost. Dr. Jeanette Nishwat's uh, little creation, BC Boost, it's combination of b12 vitamin c vitamin d and a little bit of zinc to help you stay immune positive that's bcboost.com bcboost.com you're listening to kevin mccullough radio breaking news what it means why it matters stay with us Here we go. 
confusion and pursuing clarity. Kevin Coming up, we've got a big hour and lots of people that know the uh, what's what uh, on on most things. We're going to have a former FBI specialist joining us, Tom Baker, with what's happened in that agency over the last couple of years. We are also going to talk with Sean Spicer, one of the press secretaries for Donald Trump. And we start with Mark Lauder from America First. Stay with us. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. He is playing the role as uh, as well as anybody could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, welcome to Tuesday. It's a big day. We've got a lot to get to. Uh, and, of course, the uh, headline that all of the press wants you to focus on and know about and hear about is that the January 6th uh, committee, the DOJ, has taken their referral. They're going to they're going to slap handcuffs on 45 and make him do yet one more perp walk uh, before the uh, first debate of the uh, campaign cycle, which is coming up next month. Here to discuss is the chief communications officer for America First. This is a brilliant think tank that formed following the Trump administration. And a lot of the people that are in this uh, operation are just dedicated to putting America first in public policy and the like. But he also served as a press secretary for then VP Pence. And he was uh, a very key member to the president's team and uh, kind of floated around doing lots of jobs in the administration. Mark, you joked before we went on air that you couldn't keep a job. I think it's the opposite. I think they wanted you to do too many jobs. Uh, and nonetheless, you were willing to do it because none of them came with pay raises. <laughs> yeah. You know, they always let, give you better titles, but no more money. That's it. So. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. Very familiar with that, uh, that type of logic. Hey, let's talk about this. Uh, everybody, n- by the way, none of these indictments have been a surprise to the former president or his team. And I'm, I'm, I'm thinking that most of America is not surprised by them anymore, but yet the, uh, the left seems really committed to try to prevent this president from being able to run for election. And I'm curious, um, from the America First perspective and, and what you're doing in your day-to-day, how do you think this impacts the overall scoreboard of what the where the election stands right now? Well, if the, the last two indictments are any indication, it'll make him even stronger. And uh, he's already got like a 35-point lead in the Republican primary, and according to the RCP average, is actually leading in a head-to-head with, uh, with President Biden. So, it doesn't come as a shock to me. They just keep trying to go to the same well and, and it just keeps backfiring on them. But, you know, once again, here we go, you know, in indicting him, uh, Donald Trump in Washington, D.C. I mean, that's a no brainer for them. I mean, I'm surprised they didn't indict him for jaywalking, for walking down Pennsylvania Avenue on January 20th, 2017. <laughs> uh, and and it won't be too hard for them to convict him either, because obviously, you know, it's like 95, 98 percent Democrat in the city. But, you know, this just shows you the weaponization of government at its finest. And, and they've done this over and over again. So. Obviously, if we're going off of what we anticipate, we don't know what they're actually going to charge him with. But basically, they're going to charge him with inciting uh, the the actions and uh, that happened on January 6th. But but then they turn a blind eye to their own hypocrisy on this, because I remember when then Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer was basically telling Brett Kavanaugh and Justice Gorsuch 
you're not going to know what hit you. You're going to pay the price for ruling in Roe v. Wade. Or when Nancy Pelosi was saying that there's outright there's righteous anger in their in their rhetoric post Roe v. Wade or go back to the summer of 2020, you know, when Kamala Harris, then as a senator, uh, was talking about how the riots weren't going to stop. They shouldn't stop. And, you know, then was actually helping to bail out the rioters. Yeah. I mean, so you're going to indict the former president for what you say his words led up to these actions. Yet it's only on Donald Trump. Nobody's investigating, you know, Maxine Waters for telling crowds of protesters, you know, to to confront then Trump administration officials or or any of the other dangerous, violent rhetoric that they have employed because there's just two standards of justice in our country. Well, it seems to me also that while I find distasteful all the examples you just gave me at the end of the day, the the videotape, the audio tape, the actions of the man that they are charging speak loudly and clearly that he wanted the opposite of whatever that was that turned out to be the January 6th protest, which, by the way, this is not popular for me to say, but I don't care. I'm going to say it anyway. January 6th was a cakewalk compared to the George Floyd aftermath. People died in the George Floyd riots. Uh, so far, the only person that we're aware of that died from the direct actions of January 6th were, was in fact someone uh, that was serving in the armed forces and got shot by a Capitol police officer who, for some reason, doesn't have to answer for his actions. Uh, all of the other reported deaths and the people that they said, uh, you know, were caused by the violence and so forth, those have all turned out to be uh, false. Not that people didn't die, but they didn't die from the causes that that people tried to link to them. And when you look at the George Floyd riots, you had dozens of people that died in those conflicts, and you saw billions upon billions of dollars worth of property damage uh, go up in smoke. Uh, Mark, the the two tier justice system is alive and well, and it's and it's rearing its head. No, you're absolutely right. In fact, I remember I think it was Real Clear Investigations did a phenomenal breakdown of the uh, the amount of damage, the number of injuries, the number of deaths, the number of arrests. Uh, all that took place in the differences between the summer of 2020 and the and the activities on January 6th. And, and there's no comparison except for the punishment, uh, you know, where obviously what happened on January 6th, those folks are, you know, in many cases still sitting in prison while people while the vice president of the United States was bailing out the people uh, that were arrested in Minneapolis so they could go back and riot some more, uh, you know. But th this is the thing that we just. You know, we don't have to spend a lot of time explaining this. The American people can see it. Yeah. They see that there's two systems of justice. They see Hunter Biden getting away with stuff and Donald Trump charged. They see Hillary Clinton having classified documents, Mike Pence, Joe Biden having classified documents and nothing happening to them and Mike or, and Donald Trump being charged. Uh, they see the DOJ being turned against parents who really just don't want their young children exposed to pornography in school. And targeted as domestic terrorists. I mean, this is just a example after example, and why I think every time they they use the power of government against their political opponent, that political opponent in Donald Trump gets stronger and stronger again, because people do see that he's the he is the one standing between them and the government. He said it all the time in the reelect uh, campaign. They are coming for me because I am fighting for you. And when they have uh, n me to no longer deal with, 
they will come for you. And that is exactly what we have seen demonstrated in the last three years. They have uh, they've they've made the attack more hostile and more violent uh, than I think anybody thought uh, that they would. Mark, what's next for the president in terms of this actual court, uh, this indictment? I mean, they have to announce it and he has to be processed. But are we looking at a at a trial likely in the calendar year of 23 or will this be pushed into the full you know, primary season of early 24? Well, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me that if this falls itself, finds itself in the primary season in 24, uh, obviously, you know, you're, you're not likely to, uh, you know, get any kind of favorable rulings or, you know, or even fair rulings, uh, out of coming out of anything out of Washington, D.C. And so they will, they will seek to do maximum harm to his campaign, uh, with this, just like they did in Manhattan. Uh, and so, you know, that wouldn't surprise me. But then again, you know, every time they do this, he gets stronger. Yeah. And so it'll be very interesting to see how this entire thing plays out, uh, because I don't think the American people, this is not what they're focused on. No. You know, when I no. see the list of things that are are motivating Americans right now, they want inflation dealt with, gas prices Absolutely. dealt with. They want Absolutely. our borders secured. And as you put out, point out, mama bears want to have their voices heard in their children's schools. Yeah. And none of those things are looking back in time to what happened on January 6th. Mark Lauder of America First, uh, appreciate all that you're doing. Thank you for being here. Absolutely. Anytime, Kevin. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Don't go away. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, we always talk about how to keep your immune system on the healthy. Uh, It's your most important defense against most of the uh, wellness maladies that are out there right now. And when you talk about the little ingredients that help you the most, vitamin B12, vitamin C, vitamin D, and some zinc, you can get all of that in one place. An all-natural supply of BC Boost will help your body boost your antioxidants and fight those diseases. Uh, Antioxidants like vitamin C, which helps strengthen your body's natural defense mechanisms. Uh, Powerful antioxidants help harmful free uh, neutralize harmful free radicals and help fight infections and oxidate stress and support a healthy immune system all the way around stay protected by getting your own bc boost with bc boost go to bcboost.com that's bcboost.com bcboost.com This July 4th, from Angel Studios, the force behind his only son and the chosen, comes an extraordinary true story of courage and redemption. Starring Jim Caviezel, the actor renowned for his unforgettable portrayal of Jesus and the Passion, and Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino. Inspired by remarkable acts of bravery, Sound of Freedom unveils the breathtaking true events of a dangerous mission to save young innocent lives. Sound of Freedom. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children number 13. Go to angel.com slash freedom for tickets. Only in theaters July 4th. I was a child when I was abducted by the Arabs. My parents used to own livestock, and my mother would do all the cooking for us. I don't remember the year that I was captured. There had never been any problems in our village. Then one day, all of a sudden, we heard that there were Arabs attacking Dinka villages throughout the south. We were so worried, we could not even sleep at night. It was a big concern to my mother and my father. We were told that these Arabs were heavily armed and would kill all the animals and people when they would attack. We were very scared. 
Then one morning, they attacked our village. We scattered in different directions and I ran, but I was captured. My entire village was burned down, and I've never seen a member of my family since. Then I was taken north, into slavery. My eyes saw horrific things on that trip to the north. Women were raped right in front of us. Men were beaten, and four men were killed because they tried to fight back. They were shot dead before our eyes. Once at the slave master's house, I was pretty much starved and worked brutal hours every single day doing difficult and very, very hard work. There was no relief. And then... They raped me. My slave master did not think of me as a human. He would not even let me go to the hospital when I fell sick. And one day I heard that there was a slave retriever from CSI close by. How I wanted to be free. That retriever secured my freedom. And thank God I was able to return to South Sudan. Thank you to each of you who helped the slaves be free. But please don't stop until we get them all. And may I just add that we are so thankful that you have been part of the team that has helped us liberate more than 45 slaves this year already. Of the 192 that are on the list, 45 of them uh, have been liberated, and we have more that we are about to embark upon to do you may know the violence in, in Sudan is very dangerous right now, and yet our slave liberators are more committed than ever to getting them out, uh, to get them to safety, and to get them to uh, be reunited with their family. If you'd like to help us, here's the number, 888-342-1010, or go to bringherhome.org for all the details. Bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org. Help us put an end to slavery in this lifetime. 888-342-1010. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You know, we always talk about how to keep your immune system on the healthy. Uh, it's your most important defense against most of the uh, wellness maladies that are out there right now. And when you talk about the little ingredients that help you the most, vitamin B12, vitamin C, vitamin D, and some zinc, you can get all of that in one place. An all-natural supply of BC Boost will help your body boost your antioxidants and fight those diseases. Uh, antioxidants like vitamin C, which helps strengthen your body's natural defense mechanisms. Uh, powerful antioxidants help harmful free uh, neutralize harmful free radicals and help fight infections and oxidate stress and support a healthy immune system all the way around. Stay protected by getting your own BC Boost with BC Boost. Go to bcboost.com. That's bcboost.com. bcboost.com. Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, ladies and gentlemen, very excited to have my next guest back with me. Uh, but he's someone who has a great appreciation for the difficulty of the rigors of the Beltway, given his long history with the Republican Party and the Trump administration. But he's also someone who's been a lot of uh, spent a lot of time in media, uh, television, even danced with some stars at one point in time. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together and welcome Sean Spicer. 
Hello, Sean. I'm well. Thanks for having me. It's good to have you. Um, so I got I to gotta cut straight to the chase here, man. I wrote a piece in town hall last week, and I don't, I don't, I don't know Corinne Jean-Pierre at all. So I, 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 that makes two of, of us. Just knowing her as a person, I don't have any feel for who she is in person. I don't like her stances on things and some of the things she's spoken out about. Uh, John Kirby, to me, seems to be a guy that is just kind of, you know, I don't know. There's something about him that I just it just gives me the icks. These two and several other uh, spokespeople for the administration for the last two weeks, I have felt immense uh, sadness for because they continue to have to come out and not answer questions when their job is to actually answer questions uh, because they don't want to talk about the things that that the press is finally asking about. I mean, you had James Rosen actually read the entire WhatsApp text. Uh, into the record, into the White House briefing one day, and you could just tell Corinne Jean-Pierre. I mean, she she may she may be an ideologue, but I don't think that these people are sycophants. And I'm curious, as a former press secretary, how much do you think they're hurting right now? Well, there's there's two aspects to the question. How much is beyond their capability, meaning they've been told this is how you have to respond. And then how much are they creating it? Kirby, I don't think so much. He's very adept at saying, I'm not going to discuss this. I'm not right. going to. He just packs up and leaves. That's what right. he does. But, but, but Jean-Pierre, so you take, for example, the cocaine at the White House. They misled the public on two separate times. One, they started off telling people it was in the West Wing lobby and there was a highly trafficked area. That's not true. It was in the West Executive Entrance, which is not a highly trafficked area. It's the entrance the vice president and others use. It's right outside the Situation Room. Then secondly, she said that the president and the first family weren't in the White House. And she chastised reporters by saying it was irresponsible journalism to say that the, you know, someone from the first family could be involved. I have my own take on this, but but the point is she created that situation. She said they weren't there. The pool report shows that they didn't leave till 624 on Friday night. Now, again, I'm not making any into in, 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 in you into I'm not insinuations. Yes. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> okay. uh, about the first family's involvement. But my point is, is that she will say, I'm not addressing it from this podium or this or that when she had previously done it. So she digs herself into a hole. And then, so that part is painful to watch. I think Kirby is much more adept at just blanketly saying, I'm not going to discuss that or that's been addressed before and move on. Well, And they buy it more from him because he says it, I think with a little bit more uh, adeptness and authority. Well, I, I've noticed that, um, and, and I've, this has gone on in the back of my head, and I, I've known quite a few of you guys that have held that position. I knew you, I knew Sarah Sanders, I knew Kaylee McEnany, all on personal levels. I knew Tony Snow, I knew Ari Fleischer. I've known people that have been in this position for a long time. Uh, I know that there's a life beyond the White House. <laughs> and so you kind of have to wonder, do these people – when when they are in this, and again, I agree with you, Jean-Pierre comes out and says, well, the Secret Service is going to handle it. But let me tell you something you didn't ask for. The first family was gone all weekend. Like, right. there is a style to how she isn't going to comment that she then comments greatly on. And I'm wondering if you sense that there's a possibility that the that the Biden, the, the, the bulwark around Biden is starting to weaken a bit because, Sean, there are so many of these things now. You have the... FBI documents. You've got the WhatsApp 
uh, screenshot. You've got the cocaine that nobody can explain and somebody's going to have to at some point in time. And there just continues to be this this drip. And of course, oversight over at Congress, Comer and those guys, they're all they're all sitting there going, wait, what? Uh, let's let's have a talk with some of those people. Come on over. I mean, what? where do you sense going into an election cycle? Imagine you, you're trying to manage a campaign for reelection. Are some of these people going to are the rats going to jump ship? Look, I think we've seen this in the last couple of cycles. Democrats will vote for whomever's on the ballot. You've got an 80 plus year old man that can. No, I'm talking about the staffers. Are you oh, will he look, get they, to see exits is, by people? I, I mean, I, it's a good question. I think that, again, this is what I'm getting at, though, is that the, they look at these people, John Fetterman, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris as vessels to achieve their goals, a, a more progressive world. I mean, it's not like the thing that I find funny getting back, if I, I mean, this to fuse your question for a second to the last thing, the one question that I don't think anyone in the press briefing room ever asked Kren Jean-Pierre that I think is crucial is when was the last time he spoke to the president? So what, and what I mean by that is, I mean, that gets to your question. When I was press secretary, when Sarah was, I even know when Josh Ernest was, when I did the turnover, I would, you know, he had time with Obama and Ari, I know from talking to Ari and Dana and, and a bunch of the predecessors, um, that I had that, that I spoke to, I don't ever get the sense that these guys talk to Biden. And that gets to the point of what you're getting at, which is they're not there. Um, they're there for the cause, right? The, the cause of doing all of the checking all these boxes. And so it's not about, gosh, do we want to stay to, you know, Joe, what are Joe's chances or they don't really care to them. This is a vessel and it's moving and uh, and so I think that's the bigger issue on the left is that to them, the people on the ballot don't matter. The people in the office don't matter. They're all vessels. Diane, Diane Feinstein. I mean, the, the, you know, they all defended her when it was blatantly obvious that she's not there because they don't care about the person holding the office. They care about the vessel that gets them further down the road uh, to implement the agenda. We're speaking with Sean Spicer, who is a former press secretary for President Donald J. Trump, and uh, he's involved in a lot of entrepreneurial excitement right now. You need to visit it all at SeanSpicer.com, SeanSpicer.com. His uh, latest musings, his books, everything that you want to know about what he's doing, SeanSpicer.com, all one word. Sean, when we come back, we are already in the throes of the election cycle. Uh, it looks like um, some things have changed, and yet it looks like a lot hasn't. I'm just curious, uh, not as a former press secretary, but as a former uh, RNC staffer that, you know, had to get a presidential campaign uh, successfully across the plate. Uh, where do we stand uh, right now with a lot of this? And uh, let, let me uh, just give you something to think about while we go to the break. If the election were held today... Do we have strong enough voter integrity uh, changed since 2020 uh, to satisfy uh, an outcome? And uh, give me your thoughts on that. And how are the campaigns planning, strategizing around that uh, if they happen to be the one that uh, gets the uh, nod from the convention? I I don't think it's going to be close. I don't know uh, why it would be. But yet politics is weird. Something different could happen any day now. Kevin McCullough, come from New York. Stay here.
This July 4th, from Angel Studios, the force behind his only son and the chosen, comes an extraordinary true story of courage and redemption. Starring Jim Caviezel, the actor renowned for his unforgettable portrayal of Jesus and the Passion, and Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino. Inspired by remarkable acts of bravery, Sound of Freedom unveils the breathtaking true events of a dangerous mission to save young innocent lives. Sound of Freedom. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Go to angel.com slash freedom for tickets. Only in theaters July 4th. This July 4th, from Angel Studios, the force behind his only son and the chosen, comes an extraordinary true story of courage and redemption. Starring Jim Caviezel, the actor renowned for his unforgettable portrayal of Jesus and the Passion, and Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino. Inspired by remarkable acts of bravery, Sound of Freedom unveils the breathtaking true events of a dangerous mission to save young innocent lives. Sound of Freedom. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Go to angel.com slash freedom for tickets. Only in theaters July 4th. Balance of nature's fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I'm older and I have more energy, just like all the commercials that I see on TV. So it really is a help uh, to my well-being. I'm 80 years old. I clean up after 450 kids in a cafeteria for three hours. And then I clean 300 steps. And then I, I vacuum carpets and clean halls in five hours because you know, for an 80-year-old, that's a lot to do. And I still have energy after work. I consider it a, a great success. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. For a limited time this summer, get $25 off your first order as a preferred customer, plus a free fruits and veggies travel set with free shipping and our money-back guarantee. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. Hi, Kevin McCullough. I want to talk to you about immune systems. You know, that part of you that helps you fight off things like the common cold, which happens to be a coronavirus, COVID-19, RSV, other upper respiratory infections. Plus, maybe you feel, uh, I don't know, worn down or stressed out. Maybe you need help regulating blood pressure or insulin. Did you know that vitamin D3 does all of that? Vitamin D is not really a vitamin. It's a different type of substance. Your body actually helps make it when sunshine is exposed. But it also plays a very big role in your immune system. And if you have autoimmune dysfunction, it even helps you in that regard. Get your D3 all you need by taking BC Boost. Dr. Jeanette Nishwat's uh, little creation, BC Boost, it's combination of b12 vitamin c vitamin d and a little bit of zinc to help you stay immune positive that's bcboost.com bcboost.com 
Com. Obliterating confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Sean, we're, we're in a strange cycle right now. Uh, the campaign's kind of officially begun. The first debate's next month. Um, what, what do you see? What do you like? Here's the, the two things that I... Um, so I, I believe there's two parts to this, as you know. There's the Republican nomination. I think this is Trump's to lose. Uh, if Trump doesn't get taken out in one of the first four states, Iowa, New Hampshire, Nevada, or South Carolina, it's over. Uh, and he wins. That's plain and simple. DeSantis, uh, Pence, and a couple others have gone all in in Iowa. Christie's gone all in in South Carolina, I mean, New Hampshire, and then obviously Haley and Scott are all in in South Carolina. The last cycle in 2016 that was competitive was a 29-day crunch between Iowa and Super Tuesday. It is now a 50-day crunch. Why does that matter? It's sort of like think about running a distance and saying, um, you know, you have to run 50 yards in 10 seconds. And then you suddenly say you have to run the same 10 seconds, but now you have to go almost 100 yards. Each day that they're on the campaign trail costs money. And donors and activists aren't going to continue to go out there and give and support a candidate that doesn't look like they have path to victory. And so the bottom line is in the primary, if Trump wins those first four early states, the race is over. You go into Super Tuesday on March 5th, and that's that. And that that is the race full lockstock and barrel. And the funny thing is, when I've talked to some of the campaign folks um, on these various other campaigns, they don't push back. Um, because they, they get it that most anyone who's been around the game understands it takes money. So I'll see a poll. Somebody sent me a poll the other day from Wisconsin and said, Oh my God, look, DeSantis catching up. And I was like, who cares <laughs> if you can't win? I mean, if that matters, look, if, if, if DeSantis beats Trump in Iowa, we got ourselves a race. Um, and I mean, no one, no one's going to beat him in New Hampshire. I don't think. But, but, but isn't but isn't Iowa at still almost twenty points right now? As we yeah, but it's a ground game. I mean, you look at what you know, Cruz, uh, Cruz uh, beat him, and Cruz beat him there, uh, and and Rick Santorum won before. The point is, is that Iowa is a very ground, you know, knocking on doors, voter to voter kind of place, and it's small, um, ninety nine counties. Um, point is, is that you run a very different race. It's like a glorified student council election. Um, and so, um, so my point is that's that then in the general, let me just give you the, the, the sort of my quick take on that, which is in the general election, the, this election is going to come down to eight States there. That's it. Full stop. Yep. Um, you know, Wisconsin, um, Michigan, Pennsylvania, Arizona, Georgia, you tell me how eight States go. And I did a video on my YouTube channel, Sean, uh, it's Sean M Spicer, where I go through these different things, the debates, uh, the, the contest. And I walk through these electoral votes. There's 97 electoral votes among these eight states. But then more importantly, tell me how a third party does on the, and especially with the Green Party. In 2016, Trump won Michigan by 10,700 votes. Uh, Jill Stein got over 50,000 votes in Michigan. If there was no viable Green Party candidate in 2020, uh, Cornell West says he's now running on the Green Party candidate line. If he can get a viable campaign going and takes 30, 40,000 votes, you think about how close Arizona was, how close Georgia was, how close Pennsylvania was. 
right, in 2020, never mind 2016. That delta is a huge spoiler. So I will just tell you that if somebody said to me, who's going to win the general election, my answer would be, tell me how many votes um, Cornell West gets in those key eight states, and I'll tell you who the winner is. If he's running a viable campaign, he then Donald Trump becomes the president again, easy. That's an interesting observation. And I think similarly in the primary, back to that for a second, when you've got a Nikki Haley and Tim Scott, both in the race in South Carolina, I think that <laughs> bowls the aisle clear for uh, for Trump to to take, uh, even if it's a tight win, it, it because those two are going to cancel a lot of each other's votes in the state. Well, where they're I, most well I, so known. you're absolutely right. And here's the, the the X factor that I have. I right now, Haley is leading. So Haley's in like third place in South Carolina. It's Trump, DeSantis, Haley, um, then Scott. But. I have a feeling that one or the other won't be in South Carolina, meaning one South Carolina. Or, or Tim Scott. Yeah. That's just my hunch because I think your, your gut is right. There's just not enough room, enough oxygen in the, to get both of them there. Yeah. And I think that what's going to happen is if they're stalling out after Iowa, like if they get a fifth and a fifth or something, right? So fifth place in Iowa, fifth place in New Hampshire. The question you have to ask yourself is, as as like a, in Tim Scott's case, as a sitting senator, do you want to get fourth or fifth place in your home state? There you go. Sean Spicer, former press secretary for Donald J. Trump. Kevin McCullough coming right back. This July 4th, from Angel Studios, the force behind his only son and the chosen, comes an extraordinary true story of courage and redemption. Starring Jim Caviezel, the actor renowned for his unforgettable portrayal of Jesus and the Passion, and Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino. Inspired by remarkable acts of bravery, Sound of Freedom unveils the breathtaking true events of a dangerous mission to save young innocent lives. Sound of Freedom. Rated PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Go to angel.com slash freedom for tickets. Only in theaters July 4th. For those of you that know, we have been doing all that we can to help liberate human trafficking and human slaves uh, with Christian Solidarity International this year. It's our annual cause, and we have 192 names of women that need our assistance this year. Uh, women that have experienced some excruciating things. And I want to say thank you to those of you that have already called, 888-342-1010. We have helped liberate uh, more than a dozen now this year. But I want to tell you the story of Ayak. Ayak uh, was born in northern Sudan. She was born into slavery. Her mother and father had been taken from South Sudan when they were just young kids. Uh, And she grew up as a slave's uh, child. She saw her mother regularly be beaten by her Arab slave master. Then there was the day that her father was told to go to the farm to work, but because of how sick he was, he physically couldn't walk. His master got so angry at him, he said, you dirty, dirty, dirty dog. If you don't go to the farm, you will die. He couldn't walk. So the Arab master shot my father dead right in front of me, says Ayak when she tells her story later. Uh, As she was growing up and getting a little bit older, that master sold her out to another master who raped her repeatedly, who forced her to uh, commit uh, genital mutilation on herself, 
and who told her that uh, she would not get to keep the children that she had from that slave master. Uh, she would do hard work every day, carry water long distances, uh, clean clothing, clean things in the house, uh, take abuse from the Arab master's wife. She said, I have seen so many slaves in the area who face the same thing as me. She said, but then one day a retriever found me. I was walking to the well to fetch water. He asked me to leave and go with him. His name was Osman Bashir, and he had many men with him. They took me to his camp and brought me back to South Sudan. Friends, that's the story of an actual liberation of an actual slave. And that's the people that we help when you call 888-342-1010. There are 175 women that we know we can yet save this year. We just need your help. 888-342-1010. 888-342-1010. Help us liberate every slave right now. For $250, you not only affect their liberation, but you set them up with everything they need for a new life uh, in their home in South Sudan, uh, including grain, seed, utensils, uh, other things that they need to create uh, a life for themselves. And you do it when you call 888-342-1010. Or go to bringherhome.org. If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, good to have you with us and uh, thankful to be able to talk about some of the big stories of the day. My next guest uh, has penned the book, The Fall of the FBI, How a Once Great Agency Became a Threat to Democracy. Thomas Baker is his name. And uh, Tom, if I may call you that, uh, the yes. FBI has had a little bit of a bad season, I would say. Uh, and I would say that uh, this is going back into the uh, James Comey and even prior to that uh, time. But as someone who has written about it and has watched it up, you know, up close, what what are your thoughts about the condition of this once great law enforcement agency? Uh, Kevin, uh, you're right. It goes back a bit and <clears throat> it's basically a change in culture. All of these problems are connected. They're not individual bad apples or individual missteps. Uh, quite frankly, it goes back to Bob Mueller, uh, Bob Mueller of special prosecutor fame. He became the director of the FBI just two or three days before the September 11th attacks, which were on a Tuesday. On the Saturday morning after that attack, he was summoned to Camp David to meet with President George W. Bush. At that time, he had been the director a little more than a week and in the three and a half days between this Tuesday attack and that Saturday morning meeting with President George W. Bush, the FBI had done what it does best. Investigate. And they had identified all 19 hijackers. They identified their financing, their travels, their connections, <clears throat> their connections back to Al Qaeda. And after Mueller presented that report to George W. Bush, he was expecting praise and thanks. And instead, George W. Bush just looked at him and said, I don't care about that. I just want to know how you're going to prevent the next one. Mueller told us that after that, he set about to change the culture of the FBI. And that's the word he used. He changed the culture from that of a law enforcement agency to an intelligence agency. 
And that had a lot of unintended and a lot of bad consequences. Hmm. Um, so how has that morphed into what we are dealing with now, where I think the vast majority of the American people, while they may have appreciation for the uh, agents in the field, believe that the bureaucratic end of the organization is kind of anti-American in its efforts. Well, that's a reflection of this intelligence mindset. Uh, Here's the key thing. In a law enforcement agency, and that had been the culture in the FBI, in any law enforcement agency, you live and exist every day, forms your mindset for the day you're going to have to stand up before a judge or before a jury raise your right hand and swear to tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help you, God, to a set of facts. That's quite different than an intelligence mindset uh, where they deal in deceit and deception. Their product is an estimate or a best guess. Guesses aren't allowed in the courtroom. So let's fast forward then to the Trump era. Obviously, they were weaponized in some capacity, uh, favoring Hillary Clinton uh, with certain things in the campaign. Uh, obviously, uh, some of the agents uh, participating in the um, FISA court um, nonsense, going and telling a court that they needed extended and extended and extended permission to surveil people. Uh, and and ultimately becoming a politicized agent in what's supposed to be a non-political uh, arena. You're you're exactly right, Kevin. That's exactly what happened. Uh, and and Mueller, one of the ways Mueller made it an intelligence agency was to centralize decision making in FBI headquarters. In that first case. The investigation of seven eleven, uh, the seven, the September eleventh attacks, which the FBI codenamed Pent Bomb, Mueller had that run out of headquarters, in spite of all the advice and objections by senior FBI management. That was exacerbated later by the the terrible leadership of James Comey, and he ran the Hillary Clinton email investigation. And then the Russian collusion investigation, the investigation of Trump and his campaign out of FBI headquarters. What that did, it left the decision making in a ha- in the hands of some people at FBI headquarters who thought they were very politically sophisticated. And it eliminated the traditional layers of review. Traditionally, you had a, a, a field agent ran a case. He was he had a field supervisor looking over his shoulder. Then you had the agent in charge of that field office. Uh, and only then, ultimately, there was further review from FBI headquarters. And in, in these investigations, all of those levels of independent review, independent judgment was were eliminated. So you had the 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 the, 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 the situation where a character like Peter Strzok in FBI headquarters, a deputy assistant director, is making decisions in a case and then literally going out the next day and conducting the investigation. Uh, There was no independent judgment, no supervision, no levels of review. It was bound to end badly. So Christopher Wray uh, was again before a 
congressional committees last week, and evidently his testimony was so problematic that the leaders of that committee are now going to officially ask him to uh, correct his statement uh, in writing to them. Um, is that ever been done before? This seems pretty unprecedented. Uh, I don't know if it's ever been done before, but it, it it's very appropriate. Uh, his testimony um, was a missed opportunity. It was a missed opportunity on his part. He could have stepped forward and said, we've had a lot of problems. I'm going to change the culture of the FBI. I'm going to restore the FBI. And he could have been forthright. Instead, he was very defensive. And I think why they're asking him back or asking for clarification, he said a couple of things that were just plain wrong. He denied that the FBI was in any way threatening free speech by the censorship that was going on in collaboration with Twitter and others. Which has been proven otherwise. Yeah, he declined to give an answer. And it was actually a Democrat who asked him this about the um, the purchase of data, of bulk data on American citizens without any probable cause. And he really uh, equivocated and he told her, well, that's very complicated. I can't really uh, uh, address that. Uh, he, he And she was not happy with that answer. Yeah. Uh, in fact, she told him that the director of national intelligence had confirmed that the FBI was doing just that. So, uh, his testimony was problematical. It could have been much more forthcoming than it was. Well, um, Tom Baker, thank you for being with us today. The book is called The Fall of the FBI, How a Once Great Agency Became a Threat to Democracy. And Tom, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Kevin, for everything you do. Appreciate that. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Balance of nature is fruits and vegetables in a capsule, changing the world one life at a time. I ran this by my doctor. I always run it by her, everything I take. And I told her I've been taking this for a while. Is this, is this okay to take? She goes, oh, this is wonderful for you to take. Keep taking it. She goes, I approved this. This is very good. So she said, yes, she said, this is one thing you can take that's very good. I'm not going to stop taking Balance of Nature. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com. For a limited time this summer, get $25 off your first order as a preferred customer, plus a free fruits and veggies travel set with free shipping and our money back guarantee. That's 1-800-246-8751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-246-8751 and get this special offer by using discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow... I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. 
I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com, promo code KMC. This July 4th, from Angel Studios, the force behind his only son and the chosen, comes an extraordinary true story of courage and redemption. Starring Jim Caviezel, the actor renowned for his unforgettable portrayal of Jesus and the Passion, and Academy Award winner Mira Sorvino. Inspired by remarkable acts of bravery, Sound of Freedom unveils the breathtaking true events of a dangerous mission to save young innocent lives. Sound of Freedom. Made at PG-13. May be inappropriate for children under 13. Go to angel.com slash freedom for tickets. Only in theaters July 4th. you need to know when you need it it's kevin mccullough radio hi kevin mccullough glad you're here and i wanted to take a minute at the um, end of today's show uh, to pay respects to the passing of Stu epperson senior uh, Stuart epperson uh, and um, his uh, brother-in-law uh, ed atzinger the longtime founders and creators of salem media uh, and really pioneers in terms of how they thought about using media to advance messages that were family friendly, that were friendly to people that take their faith seriously and that are friendly towards uh, public policy people that are trying to fight for those freedoms to be preserved. Um, and I've, I've always had um, somewhat of a distant relationship with Mr. Epperson. Uh, he was the uh, president and chairman of the board of a, of a big company and lived in a different part of the country than I did. But I did have a few chances to have some up close time with him. And I just wanted to give you some of my thoughts on that as uh, the announcement went out yesterday that he had died due to complications from an accident uh, riding his bicycle in combination with some leukemia that he had been battling in recent uh, years. Um, in fact, one of the first people I reached out to when I heard that Stu Sr., as we called him around the company, had passed away was his son, Stu Jr., and I texted him immediately. I remember having a private conversation with Stu Sr. Uh, that went into it, it rambled. It went in a lot of different places. He was very passionate about working with young men, particularly in the inner city, and had in later years decided to spend a, a great focus of his life doing this, mentoring um, young men that that needed mentors. He was very burdened by the idea that the country had become a very unsafe place for fatherless boys and that as we continued to raise generations of them, we were only going to repeat the mistakes that were being made over and over again. And so in a time of life when a lot of other people were pulling out the golf clubs and going on long vacations, especially if they were super successful as Stuart was, um, he decided to do very, very different things. He got involved in uh, on a local level uh, with the opportunity to mentor young people. And then he became a passionate advocate for that across the country. And as I told Stu Jr., his son, um, just just last night, I texted him and I said, I want you to know that um, I'm, I'm praying for you. And I know that you probably know this. 
but you're a great testimony to your dad's uh, belief in God. His son, Stu Jr., runs a, a, a radio network of his own. He's also a stockholder for the Salem Communications uh, Company um, and is someone who is effervescently in love with the Lord. Any, anywhere he goes, he, he can't wait to share a, a good news, a positive word uh, about what Jesus can do in their life. And I think that's a real testimony to a father who built into him uh, the, the love for God and now whose uh, legacy is being passed on through his kids into a, yet another generation. Um, but uh, the, the world is a lesser place because Stuart Epperson is no longer with us. Uh, he helped guide and build Salem to become the number one family and faith-friendly network in the world. And I think he will be only more proud of where the company goes as it continues to grow into the world of the digital, the streaming, the online, and um, the other uh, projects that we have for us. But in the meantime, uh, we, we do miss him, and we do send our thoughts and love and prayers to the uh, Epperson family at this time, as we have lost a giant, not only in our industry, but in the, uh, in the church world as well. Kevin McCullough saying so long. Have a great one.